Hey, Sarah. Hey, Justin. I want to watch a romantic comedy. You got to lead with your hotness. Welcome to romanticcomedycommentary.com, or as we like to call it, romcomcom.com. As always, I am Justin, and... I am Sarah. And this week, we are going to be talking about a movie we went and saw in theaters just last night, I I Feel Feel Pretty, Pretty, with Amy Schumer. Written by Mark Silverstein and Abby Cohen, who wrote Never Been Kissed, and Mark Silverstein is married to Busy Phillips, who is also in the film, who is best friends with Michelle Williams, who is also in the film, because they met on the set of Dawson's Creek. So this is like a little... It's a it's a little world unto itself. So we went and saw it last night, and I, I'll just put this out there at the beginning. This movie does not have good reviews by any means. No, Like a 33% really on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. 4.7 on IMDb. It's 68% of Google users like this movie, though. Yeah. I want to say this up front as loud as I can. I liked this movie oh, a lot. I, did I had so much fun watching it was this. Great. It really was. Yeah, on a Tuesday night in a barely attended showing. Well, and when we saw this, I, I think it's worth just putting out there. It, we didn't see this right when it came out no. in theaters. About a month later. Yeah. and But we went on a random Tuesday. And I mean, there were... 15 people in there. Yeah. Which for a romantic comedy, they got terrible reviews on, on a Tuesday. Some late on a yeah. Tuesday. I think that's I was, pretty good. I was impressed. And before we even get into that, just to give people a little bit into insight into the people that Sarah and I are, we she confidently picked the movie theater that we needed to go into at this multiplex. <laughs> and I decided not to check the ticket or do anything. <laughs> so we go in, we watch the previews, and there were a lot of really dark, dark previews yeah. for a romantic like, comedy. Yeah. Like heavy stuff, and then the the movie starts playing, and we see CNN, CNN films, films, which I I didn't know what I thought. <laughs> and then it's but set I in DC. There are all these dramatic shots of Washington DC with voiceovers of people being like, "She's not good for this country. Yeah, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's the most dangerous thing to ever happen to the government." And I'm like, "What?" But I'm like, la, 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 oh, la, Oh, yeah, because I, I kind of came into this knowing very little about it other than it was like a shallow half for women. So I, I was thinking like... Wow, this is a hard start. Yeah. And then it then all of a sudden we see Ruth Bader Ginsburg lifting, lifting weights. weights. And that's when we realized something was terribly and amiss. And turns to me and goes, we're not in the right theater. And I was like, oh. I would have sat another five minutes. Easily. Yeah. If... If the confirmation after me saying that hadn't come up and said, then Taurus RBG, yeah. if that hadn't come up, I 100% could have seen you be like, I don't know. Let's just feel this I out. I didn't see that. Oh, you didn't? No. It, it was, yeah, it started coming. It's like a goom, goom, goom. I didn't see. I totally trusted you. Yeah. Well, so we got up and left and went to the correct theater. And we didn't even miss any no, of it. No, the previews hadn't even started. Thank and the, goodness. And the previews were, we're so much more different. lighthearted. Yeah. So <laughs> I, they were all light and you know, comedy, silliness. And I got to see Sarah is currently doing the 
whole 30 whole thing 30. and i got to see sarah go through her purse and just take out random pieces of candy to get rid of them <laughs> and suggest that you eat them yeah you tried giving me a, like a few m&ms you found at the bottom of your purse and i thought i had them in a bag but they had fallen out well but i don't know who that says more about you that you are a friend trying to give me candy out of the wrapper or you the friend thinking that i would accept candy out of the wrapper at the bottom of your purse that was mostly a joke but oh, you okay. could have had one of those suckers oh no i or a i can wrapped be a piece of chocolate I can 100% be a trash person. I almost took the M&M's. <laughs> I, I really, M&M's are a delicious. What's your favorite yeah. theater food? We didn't get into that. Snow caps. Snow caps is a good one. I'm going to rebuttal with <laughs> uh, Crunch Bunch or Punch Crunch, whichever punch way you say punch it. Crunch. Yeah. And, punch Crunch. And, and here's the brilliance in the bunches of crunches or crunches of bunches, whichever it may be. They took a good candy bar the the crunch bar deconstructed it they de they just no they just smashed it i mean they they just smashed well, it has it. less chocolate which i like does it so it's more crunchy so because oh. the chocolate's just over the crunches yeah. not not formed into a bar i just usually I demolish a box way too quick to realize what's going on yeah they're good if i'm going non-chocolate it's sour patch kids all the way i'm not a huge sour patch kids i can oh, only eat two man. or three before your mouth starts burning yeah you know the one that i don't care for i'm not a swedish fish guy at all what? well it takes it takes i like the sour in a sour patch i don't kid. like the big ones they need to be smaller swedish i didn't fish. even know they made big Swedish. oh yeah fish. big red ones no they're not as good they are have we, to be multicolored and small are we talking like the size of your like thumb no they're like two inches long yeah that's a big swedish fish i don't like it they gave there's a theater that we go to here in columbus that's awesome called studio 35 and they do beer tastings and they were giving out candy as a prize um, at the beer tasting they were giving out mike and ike's flavors but the guy was very clear this is a terrible flavor we bought a box of it and no no. one has bought any it was buttered popcorn flavored mike and ike's and the person won them, and they were so excited. And then all of a sudden, you Tasted saw a, no, you saw a box traveling around the theater because everybody <laughs> they were so gross. He was just like row behind and go. take these, and they kept moving. And I tried them; they were not something I would ever buy. Yeah. I appreciate Mike and I. You know, <clears> this is really helping my whole thirty. Oh, sorry. feeling great. Stay seven, people. For anyone <laughs> who knows anything about whole thirty, it's been. A struggle these last few days. As Sarah came to pick me up, I fully expected her to just yell at me like, get in the car, we're seeing a movie, hurry. Damn it. I was like, okay, okay, stay calm, stay calm. Yes. So we go in the movie theater, Sarah has her notebook. I did not because I just wanted to really slip into this movie. And oh my God, I I did. Oh, good. Another thing to say before we even get into this. So before we even went and saw this movie, you are a big Amy Schumer fan, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't dislike her. I -hmm. do find some of her stand-up very funny. Her show has some very funny parts. Mm -hmm. Her on SNL has had some fantastic skits. But there's just some of her stuff doesn't resonate with me. And I wouldn't call myself the biggest fan of Mm -hmm. her. Before we went and saw this movie, I was already trying to think, who would I want this recast? Who do I think could do better? And I Mm -hmm. had a short list after seeing it. That list is wiped perfectly clean oh amy schumer i don't think i can't think of another person she's so good in this she was great Mm -hmm. now is she quickly becoming one of the go-to romantic comedy actresses we're at train wreck which was fantastic and snatched but snatched isn't a rom-com it's just a com I don't even know what snatched is is. she and goldie hahn mother and daughter oh okay yeah yeah but i mean she's got they don't really make many rom-coms nowadays. And yeah, she's, she's bringing two. the genre back. And she's doing a great job with it. Yeah. Again, Trainwreck, 
she was my least favorite part of it, but she that's not to say she wasn't good in it. It's yeah. just the supporting cast was great. Yeah. So either way, total <laughs> buy-in on Amy, on Amy Schumer in this Yay. movie. And I went in expecting not to like it. She does it. a great job. Yeah. Okay, so the first trope that's pretty obvious is the city location. It's very much a New York movie. Chinatown specifically. New York City, Chinatown, Soho. You know, that's where she is, and that's important. And I think that's important to her, too. She's from New York. Mm-hmm. And a lot of a lot of stuff happens at Soul Cycle. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> you know what, awesome. I, what I like about Soul Cycle? The only reason I'm aware of them, I am a big fan of the rock band Fish. And every once in a while, yeah. Soul Cycle will have a class that is uh, called Spin Open and Melt. Uh, take off of a fish song called split open and melt oh. where you soul cycle to fish jam fish songs wow yeah. i know i don't know that i do it but i still wouldn't do I, it I like that they have it you could not pay me enough to get on a stationary bicycle in a room jammed with people mm-hmm. and have someone yelling at me about my dreams i'm just that scene not gonna do that so in the beginning it starts with her going into soul cycle and they she's never been before she's got low self-esteem she you know goes in Sees this beautiful girl and is like, oh man, she must be good. And then finds out that girl, it's also her first time. So they sit next to each other and then things go bad. Amy Schumer, the seat falls and she hurts her vagina. And And she cracks her pubic bone and tears open her pants and it's bad. Yeah. And looking at that, that room, again, I've never done spin. I am by no means knocking people to do spin. If anything, I am praising you. It looks terribly difficult, but it also looks like everything I hate in this world. You're cramped. It's hot. It's hot. You're getting yelled at. It's loud. You can't move. You can't move, as proven by Amy Schumer. There are lots of people who are obsessed with it around you, who are way fitter than you are. Speaking of myself. (laughs) I mean, and I die in there. Biking is not a thing for me. But God bless yeah. Amy Schumer. I mean, she goes back quite she a few times back. in this movie. And Soul Cycle doesn't come out as very, um, you know, good. Yeah, as like a very like <laughs> law compliant, or like I guess she gets after she crushes her vag, she <laughs> just kind of leaves. But there would be something, you know, where they're like. Uh, you know their seat should not have broken absolutely and she could get some fiduciary well i was pretty surprised to be honest that soul cycle let them use their name i know because it really doesn't paint it paints them as a as a business because the girl at the counter is kind of heartless yeah uh, oh my gosh i can't say her name sashir zameda who is on saturday night live oh and she was funny in it Yeah. yeah absolutely but She's painted as being pretty heartless. Amy Schumer, the, yeah. next, the next time she gets hurt, she's offered a bandana. Here's a free bandana. And then she takes it and back. And then she takes it back, yeah. So, so the premise of the movie, really quickly, is Amy Schumer plays a character named Renee. And she is very low self-esteem. She wears a uh, Spanx, you know, full abdomen thing all the time. She wears a lot of pastels. She has a very cute wardrobe but she just is very low on herself and Mm. is kind of trying to date and and be a successful woman in this world she works for a cosmetics company a huge cosmetics company but she works in the behind the scenes online in chinatown and she goes to soul cycle hits her head 
and then sees herself as beautiful. All this hilarity ensues. She meets a guy because she's so beautiful. She thinks she's so beautiful. Everything works out. And then she loses that. And, you know, the movie sums up with her trying to reckon who she is. I think that's a pretty good one minute summary of it. I don't know if it's fair to call this exactly a shallow hell for women. Because yeah. it's more about how you view yourself versus how you perceive the world around you. But I do but think there is a twist. That to- makes it more of a shallow hell for women. Because I think the difference between men and women, women internalize everything. And, oh. you know, men externalize things. It's what he sees. Hmm. Okay. Whereas it's how she sees herself. Okay. I can understand that. I but I, as a guy, I would not have picked I wouldn't have picked up on that. Yeah. Um but maybe that's I think that's one thing that did resonate with me in this movie is the times in my life I've found myself very low on self-confidence and all that mm-hmm. and then like how I pivoted in that and how it changed my worldview and all mm-hmm. that and, and seeing her go through that it it really was pretty realistic to what I kind of mm-hmm. lived. Oh, me um, too. The first opening scene when she looks at herself in the plate glass window of Soul Cycle and just sees her own face, I was like, oh, like I can, I know what it feels like to like look in that mirror and be like, oh, I don't know if I'm feeling this, you know, if I feel good about myself. You just, you know, sometimes you have bad days well, yeah. or you just feel really low and it's like, who's going to love me? Yeah. Ugh. Well, and. And we'll keep kind of hitting these themes again, but the one thing I really did like about it is that it really pointed out that everyone has those insecurities. Because yeah. they even showed some drop dead. I mean, just- Emily Rajkowski is like, she's like superhuman. Mm-hmm. You know, she's the girl that she meets in the beginning who is also a first timer at Soul Cycle. Mm-hmm. And she has these giant boobs and the tiniest torso you've ever seen. Impossibly. It's like, how yeah. is your body like that? And Amy Schumer even says, like, where are your organs? And it's so true. It's like, do you have, do you have as many ribs as I do? Like, it's so true. It's like, how how is your body like this? Mm-hmm. Like, it just amazing mm. and she still has insecurities yeah. lots of them yeah and it's like it doesn't matter yeah and it's it's one of those things that i i know as you get older it evolves and my give a fuck meter has kind of bounced on zero a lot you know just like mm-hmm. i don't i just don't care anymore i am yeah. who i am but yeah still every once in a while uh yeah, those things will creep up. And for me, it's like when I least expect it, I'll get this crazy yeah. anxiety out of nowhere. Like, uh, you know, I've been dating a girl for a long time. I am very happy with Stephanie. Vice mm-hmm. versa. She makes me feel very secure. I hope I do the same. You put me <laughs> in a in a checkout line where the checkout girl is attractive. All of a sudden, I don't know what I'm doing. Huh. For, and for no real reason. And I've never been able to get... Weird. It's just a thing. But it, it, it's weird. For me, it's about getting ready for an event. Really? Like trying on clothes and realizing they don't fit the way they used to, or nothing's coming together the way I wanted it to, or I don't like how I look in this. And it's always for me, like, I want to be comfortable, but I want to look good. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's very hard to do both. And then I just stand in front of the mirror and I'm like, God damn it. Well, and it's a lot easier for guys. I think everybody knows that, or at least it's. No, it is easier for guys. Yeah. I can throw on like, I've only got so many pairs of slacks. Right. I've only got so many cuts of slacks. It's and like, you don't want to wear that dress too often because people recognize it. And you don't want, you know, them to notice that your butt's gotten bigger than this or that 
you know, this works this way and your arms can't be too big but then I think and then you, you know what you got to stick out. And, yeah. Well, and another thing is you kind of get older, at least I found this, you realize no one's paying attention to that stuff as much as you think. Yeah, that's true. And and vice versa, <clears throat> you realize everybody else is imagining is everybody's worried. paying attention. Yeah. So they're all so much right. in their heads. I mean, you've seen some of the garbage I wear. I think that proves <laughs> that I've... But I, that's not out to like a thing in going back to just men's clothing now and how much simpler it is i still actively actively wear shirts that i've had since the beginning of college wow. and i mean like button-ups because they are still nice they're not threadbare and i <laughs> really haven't they look the same on me mostly you know it's like not like i have lost a bunch of weight or gained yeah. a bunch of weight or it, we'll it, have to look at those make sure they're still it's, fashion well, it's men's wise. fashion. It's like a blue stripey. I know one or two of them. I'm, I'm milking. I'm on borrowed time <laughs> on a couple of them. I had to retire a suit. I, I mean, I, if it's white or light blue, you're okay. But if it's striped, we have to reassess. Okay, then we may need to reassess a lot. I look in my wardrobe and it's a lot of vertical stripes, mm, yeah. which I don't know. I don't need it's to very jars in. of clay. <laughs> So, <laughs> so Amy Schumer works in this <laughs> it, Amy Schumer works in this IT department for a cosmetics firm and yeah. just in an office in a basement in Chinatown with one other guy who Mason Mason <laughs> I love Mason I thought the actor was good he he's, he was great he looks kind of like what people would imagine a typical IT, IT guy yeah. to kind of look overweight, like overweight sweaty nervous but also has this odd confidence yeah and he had very quiet yeah he didn't have a lot of lines in this movie but the yeah. ones he said amy schumer goes to get coffee or something and is like hey do you want anything and he asked for a baguette <laughs> baguette did go- you say baguette do you want a whole baguette a half <laughs> <laughs> and okay. that got me thinking what could a baguette be other than just a baguette my answer Let's take a baguette, cut it in half, scoop out the inside, spaghetti in there. Ooh. You have a walking spaghetti meal. Yeah. Okay, you don't Just like that. Just plain spaghetti? Well, I mean, spaghetti sauce, like a spaghetti, you could chop up the meatballs and like layer the meatball, okay. like layers of meatballs, layer of... So like basically like a meatball sub, but with spaghetti in there too? Meat... That's exactly what it is. It's a meatball okay. sub, but no slit down the side, just like a, almost like a cone, a baguette cone of spaghetti. Oh. Spaghetti. Baguette. Bag, bag Spaghetti. So if someone out there thinks this is a good idea and starts a company, just a uh, give me a cut. Well, yeah, but it's delicious. I'm not saying this is like an everyday. I don't know. I don't like sandwiches that also have pasta in them. Do you eat a lot of sandwiches with pasta in them? No, that's I avoid those. Well, have, how often are you? How often does that come up in any given if restaurant? If it ever does, I don't order it. Has it? I mean, is there like a lasagna sandwich? I don't know. Oh, I eat a lasagna sandwich. You would? I would. Man, you're so different. Yeah. (laughs) So Amy Schumer, they're in this basement and they're IT people, but they're getting no respect, but it sounds like they run an entire website, which kind of- Yeah, just the online presence. Yeah, but you'd figure that would be, number one, two people running that seems pretty small. Two, not at the main office. I guess most people buy their makeup, cosmetics in stores. Whatever. It, it, either way, so we established that Amy Schumer has very low self-esteem, but good person mm-hmm. and that she does have goals. Mm-hmm. She has Just to... Two good friends. Oh, two great friends. I, it's uh, the... A.D. Bryant from Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. and Busy Phillips, the wife of one of the writers and of Instagram fame. 
of Sarah. Sarah loves her. Uh, <laughs> I was following her this summer while she was filming it, and she had to get her hair dyed brown every day uh, with like spray. I think really. Uh huh. Yeah, I thought she, I thought both of them were awesome in this too. I yeah. I cannot stress enough. The girl- They're the sassy side friends. They're the ones who keep her grounded and make sure she's, you know, mm-hmm. when she starts going off the rails a little bit, they're the ones who call her on it. Well, I mean, that, is it Ad, Addie, Addie Bryant? Addie. Addie Bryant. She is so funny yeah. on, in this movie on SNL. She's great. And somehow her sweetness always comes through, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She's just, you can tell she's just a really sweet person. Yeah, and has amazing comedic timing. Yeah. I'd love to see her in a room, like a, in a lead role. I would watch yeah, her in a lead fun. role of a romantic comedy mm-hmm. for sure. Because I think she could, again, her sweetness comes through. Mm-hmm. But even on SNL, she kind of at times can have you know, like a vulgar edge when she needs to, or yeah. plays really well to that. That's so true. she goes to, she has to take a physical report to the main office from her IT uh, headquarters, headquarters because the server's down or something. So she has yeah. to physically take it. And she here finds out that they're seeking a reception, the receptionist at the main company's main office. And mm-hmm. she, wants to do it that would be super her bad. dream to yeah. be at headquarters to be the face of the company but i wonder could someone in new york we've talked about how much new york costs and all that could someone take that steep of a pay cut and because she had not a small apartment it was realistic yeah but i was kind of wondering could could she take the receptionist i don't know how much of a pay cut it was well she did mention in the movie it was a pay cut yeah that I, came up it definitely was a pay cut but i don't i don't know how much it was yeah. but yeah you would wonder but good on her for... Well, she wants to be there. Yeah. So she does... Be in the heart of things. So she finds that out, but she's like, oh, I'm not going to apply for it, blah, blah, blah. Goes back to Soul Cycle. No, that or, night she watches Big. Oh, yeah. And if there's a huge thunderstorm outside while she's watching Big, and she sees him make that wish with the Zoltan, the fortune teller, and mm. she's like... <gasps> and she suddenly gets inspired, and she <laughs> runs out to a fountain and flips a coin into it, asking to be pretty. I just want to be pretty and and nothing happens well a big lightning strike happens she thinks yeah and it, she's like <gasps> yeah and she busts out her compact and, and she looks and she doesn't look any different and then the next day she goes back to soul cycle because she's motivated somehow and she likes the instructor who's saying like miracles can happen believe what you want to believe you know you'll see what you are and then she starts cycling faster and faster somehow loses her grip on her feet and tumbles forward and hits her head and then uh, her yeah, hair yeah, gets yeah. caught mm. in that other in cycle's wheel, wheel. Oh. and i don't know how she didn't i mean yeah. truthfully that would rip out part of your i was skull, that's scalp. what I, I was expecting there like, to be absolutely blood. i mean that part i and that's cringe. probably the most unrealistic part is that's an immediate call to 911 absolutely like, and instead you they would just... be calling 911 they put her on a bench in the women's locker room yeah. with sashir Zaneda, who's just standing over like you okay <laughs> and that's when she has her amazing transformation and she sees herself as beautiful and she sees it not only in the mirror but she's looking at her legs first she's like what but the the thing i did like with that is that it wasn't like a shallow howl at any point where they we saw a, as a viewer yeah, we never we saw never saw the manifestation different. of that mm-hmm. and i think that's kind of important because it mm-hmm. let well the implication was like I'm skinny and big boobs and this, that, or that right. but it kind of let you, the viewer, put your own. Well, and that's why I think it succeeded 
over Shallow Hal in its message mm -hmm. is because it never presented an ideal for what she imagined herself to be. Yeah. We, we only saw her, mm -hmm. whereas she saw some imaginary beautiful woman, whoever she thought she wanted to be. Yeah. And so I think it kept the movie more honest because you know our perception doesn't change yeah yeah and you're putting on it also what what's your version of so yeah. it, it lets you it's almost like it, this may not be the best comparison but it's almost like reading a book versus like a, a, a movie yeah a book versus Absolutely. a movie in that you are, are your imagination's always stronger yeah and yeah. so it lets it lets you play with that so yeah. I, I thought that was a really important part and that's also the part where she for hitting her head, passing out, and almost having her scalp ripped off, is offered a bandana, <laughs> and then when she... She figures out she's beautiful and she's happy. Now, here's the other question. <laughs> and again, I don't want to rip apart a movie that we very much liked, but there are several parts in this movie where if you are a person that has any bit of care in the world for another human being... You are getting this woman to a hospital because yeah. she ha is acting, acting like she has a concussion. Very strangely, absolutely. Yeah. If she hit her head that hard, and now she sees all these visions of herself, you you don't let her walk out the door. No, absolutely not. In no. the girl, it's, it's Soul Cycle. God, I hope Soul. Cycle. You know what, Soul Cycle? You approved <laughs> this movie, so it, yeah. it's your fault that we're talking Finger, about you like this. Fingers crossed. Um, you're okay. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, hey, head out the door. Oh, you think you look completely different? You're talking crazy. Great. Uh, okay, we'll see ya. <laughs> oh my goodness okay so after she leaves soul cycle <laughs> under mm, what seems to be dangerous circumstances she just runs out in the middle of the street and is like yes yes <laughs> she's so happy to be pretty mm -hmm. her, her perception of herself is that she's exactly the way she wants to look mm. but then i was wondering how that changes her attitude obviously she's super self-confident mm -hmm. which is great yeah but most women even if you're you think you're pretty or you think you're looking really good don't usually then like say it or like yeah act nearly that confident, confident. yeah but most women yeah. don't go through a transformation well not, i won't even say most women most people don't go through a transformation yeah and they i know a lot of it is five seconds to play to the comedy aspect but she calls herself like the complete package she's like i know not all of us are the complete package like me and like all this that i'm bringing and like she's just so <laughs> i'm, I'm gonna <laughs> over be, the top i'm gonna be very honest right now <laughs> if i went from Unconf I'm thinking back to my uncom you know, when I didn't have very much confidence, think like end of high school, beginning of college. Mm -hmm. If I went from that to what I perceive to be like, let's talk, let's say Brad Pitt and Fight Club. If I went from that to Brad Pitt and Fight Club <laughs> in five seconds, you're damn right I'd be walking around without a shirt on, just pointing at it. No, I, I think this is an entire I get what you're saying, they're hamming up for the movie. She's just so sassy. Oh yeah, and I love it. It's great. But but by the same flip of the coin, even when we saw her just with her friends earlier in the film when she wasn't confident, it, it wasn't a complete personality shift. Like she was still like kind of funny, a little over the mm -hmm. top, uh, and, and, and outgoing in a in a way. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it was too I, unheard of. I don't think so. I mean, it, it didn't take me out of the movie. Any, if anything, it no. If anything, I thought it felt kind of kind of real because I know that I would have done the. Yeah. Exact same thing. So then she's in the dry cleaner and meets Ethan. 
Love Ethan. Who's this kind of sweet, sensitive, bearded guy who does not know what to do with her. And you know what I really like about Ethan? He becomes kind of the romantic interest in this film. We've talked about this in, uh, I forget what other movie, but how rom-coms from like the 80s and early 90s, the cast looked more like normal people. Mm -hmm. And then late 2000s, early 2000s, they ramped it up to where it's impossibly beautiful people. I mean, Ethan's not like a, a... He's not an ugly person Yeah, he's not an ugly, but he... He's not the typical James Marsden. Yeah, he's a a good-looking guy, but he he just looks like a normal... He he looks like a normal guy. Yeah. You know, not... I don't want to say unremarkable, but it was... It it felt like, as a guy, it brought me into the movie. I'm like, I can see this guy. I identify with this guy. And again, I think that's what this movie did so well and why I liked it so much. Yeah. It's approachable and you can put yourself in everyone's shoes. It's not like I'm staring at someone like Katherine Heigl, who is very good, Mm -hmm. but dropped it gorgeous. Or Emily Rajkowski. Or Emily Rajkowski. How are you physically like that? Or Gerard Butler or just, you know, like this impossibly. Mm -hmm. What did Brian say? He said it in our... Our episode for Summer Catch when he talked about when he met Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, was... one of the most physically attractive people or one of the pr- prettiest people. Yeah, but it, he said something like, you just don't see people like that in, in normal life. Yeah. Which is... Which is true. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I really liked his casting. Me too. And I like that he... um, I like that she saw the world as being on her side because she assumed everyone thought that she was as beautiful as she did mm-hmm. you know and so like when he asked for her number he's talking about her dry cleaning her dry number. cleaning number and then she ends up giving him her phone number and she's just so ridiculous and confident and silly yeah. that he's just like okay <laughs> and just yeah. like by sheer force of will yeah. she kind of you know made that situation happen but all she saw was just that people liked her yeah. and were gonna you know perceive her as this hot person when it continues through how she approaches him through the movie he even says at the one point like none of this makes any sense you are so confident i am scared of you yeah which i get yeah i mean that would be and then they go on a date because she calls him and is like i didn't want you to feel like you didn't know what to do and he doesn't even know who she is Mm -hmm. and they go out to i think coney island looked like it yeah and then they (laughs) go into this bar and there's a wet Teach, you know, there's a bikini contest, mm-hmm. which she immediately enters, even though she doesn't have a bikini. Mm-hmm. And it's like their first date. She already ate two hot dogs, including One of which his. Was his. And, and then, like, <laughs> was pulling her shorts up and, like, unzipping them and putting her shirt up because she's like, I don't have a bikini. I have to modify it. And that was one of the best scenes. That was really funny. And it, Dave Attell is the. Um, there's host. Our, ca- our celebrity cameo. Yes. Dave Attell was hysterical in this I thought for his little but, short cameo okay. for being a crappy looking really shitty bar at Coney Island in like a weekday afternoon it appears those girls in bikinis were really hot well it was $500 and $500 is going to draw people I mean they still I don't I mean we went to the Arnie Classic and we went to the mm. pole dancing competition oh, of the Arnie yeah, Classic yeah. That was fun, that was but awesome. those girls did not look like the girls in that bikini well, contest. Yeah, but you're talking two different things. The Arnie Classic, the pole dancing thing, like they were jacked because pole dancing's crazy hard. Yeah. This was just like bikini stand there. I don't know. Those I, girls had no cellulite. 
no flaws. Yeah, well, I think, and that nothing. was, yeah, that was the point. That, oh, well, I know, but I've never... I'm just saying, if I'm at that bar, yeah. I'm not expecting to see that oh, caliber I get of what, bikini. Oh, I get what you're saying. Um, like, but again, if it's an off night, like a Tuesday, you know, maybe they're just, this is like the minor league of bikini competitions. Exactly. Maybe so the they shouldn't they look ramp that good. Up. Well, what if it's people just getting into it, like starting their amateur no. bikini career? Mm-mm. Amy Schumer did prove in this, I think that was the whole point of the scene is that because the crowd is like crickets when she gets up yeah. there because again she they did, can't she's, believe that she's up there and then she just crushes it yeah i mean just because she, she sells it she puts and... her, her putting her finger in that guy's mouth there's oh, a guy at the God. front of the stage that is not into it and she like puts her finger in her mouth his mouth super sassy <laughs> oh. crowd's going wild she doesn't win uh <laughs> but she's not at all concerned no that's what i thought was so funny when she know. comes back and he she won him over with that he oh, saw yeah. that she he got it that she was just this very confident outgoing kind person yeah and she comes back oh i'm so sorry that you didn't win oh i just no i'm fine with it i'm just you know, glad the other girls had fun and yeah did it's and always that. rigged is what she said yeah oh and then po- david tell it's, it's she says it's uh it's politics i don't want to say too much uh mostly because i don't know anything else <laughs> <laughs> And then David Tell's like, well, she is my step grandniece or something. David Tell, <laughs> I step um, goddaughter or something really funny. Like, I thought David Tell in this did have his little speech. I wish I'd written it down yeah. word for word because it was a really good speech. It was yeah, like, that's a really great girl Ethan. you got there. Um, he's and like, he, you really are lucky because she's awesome. And I think the way he put it, was I took it to be sweet when he was like, you know, the, his god niece or whatever. He's like, you know, she's great for this, but your girl's the one you want when you're changing a tire. Yeah. Like you, that's when you want someone when things are kind of like, yeah, shitty. You need an upbeat, outgoing person that'll take the, yeah. take the wheel. And again, that's something you learn. She can hold her own in a nice fight. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and that's something you, I think you learn as you get older. Yeah. You know, n- <sighs> well, the other thing that I know now being almost 34 is that bodies don't last. Yeah. Like, they just don't. Mm. You're going to get older. Your body's not going to look the same way that it did. Mm. And what matters way more is what else you got going on. I mean, you yeah. you don't want to look like a disgusting slob who, you know, doesn't take care of yourself and never showers. But, you know, you have to have something else. Yeah. It summed up the David Tell's speech kind of summed up the point of the movie pretty succinctly, but in a funny way. Yeah. Was what I kind of took it yeah. to be, you know, you just, well, at least on the guy's side, not mm-hmm. frame. Sure. And everybody has a body and you can't <laughs> avoid having a body. It's how, it's what you do with it and how you feel about it that makes people like you or dislike you, yeah. you know? And it's like, you know, I don't care. It, your flaws hinder you more than they hinder other people. Mm-hmm. And if you can get over it. As, as I've gotten older, you know, I, I used to, when I was little, be worried about, and this is a bit of a jump, but like scars and things. And then as I hmm. did start getting them, I mean, like my finger is, I put it through a table saw. The nail yeah. grows weird. And when it right happened, I was like, I thought this was going to be a, something I was self-conscious about. People see it, people know. But after like a, a year of it or whatever, I just finally realized like, I can't do anything about mm-hmm. this. What is it? It's there. What's yeah. it? What can I do about this? Why am I going to? And that's something that and it makes you unique too. Yeah. But I mean, but that's something that 16 year old, even 21, 22 year old, Justin would not have thought I would have really? been freaking more. Oh my God. I had until I got to 
God, what would I even say? Actually, I can pinpoint when I got confidence. It was it was junior year of college is when hmm. I finally got confidence and and was fine with you know guys have body image images you know issues too i always mm-hmm. felt chubby and not comfortable wearing a tight t-shirt and hmm. you know when i was younger i was the kid that wore a t-shirt at the pool and looking back i was i was fine you know yeah. but um the part that we're about to get into is you know amy schumer kind of just shoots the moon on confidence and she thinks she's hot shit and that part that was one part <laughs> of the movie that really spoke to me a lot because not that i went through it in this you know, six months span like she did. But I look back to when I was in college and my junior, senior year, I absolutely thought I was hot shit. And looking Hmm. back, I was, I'm not happy looking back with some ways I treated some people. I've certainly given some apologies, most certainly have changed how I Hmm. do things. But, you know, I started working out in high school. I didn't have the best confidence. Didn't think I was very good with women. Again, looking back, there were plenty of <laughs> girls that were interested in me. I just couldn't see it because I had no confidence. But I started working out freshman year by uh, end of sophomore year. And co- we'll start out freshman year of high college working out. Mm-hmm. Sophomore year in the summer went on a study abroad that just broadened my horizons so much. And I was a tour guy the whole time in college. just speaking to people. So by the time mm-hmm. junior year rolled around, I was reasonably in shape. I knew a lot of people. I knew how to speak to large groups. It's so as far as going out to the bars or parties and meeting people, I was pretty good at that. Yeah. And I just got this attitude that I was hot stinking shit. And mm. Not that I was ever like... It's funny because I knew you during that time, but I don't remember that. And maybe this may be also a thing that I have selective memory and looking back, I see the things I am most embarrassed of. Yeah. I, I just know, you know, some people that I maybe spoke a little more judgmentally to than I should have or acted Hmm. like I was better than, which was just never a thing I did and not a person I ever wanted to be. Hmm. And, you know, even earlier today and looking through some emails and things, I caught a message someone sent me around that time that was a a good friend. It was a wake-up call. And I mean, I I hate seeing that stuff. But Hmm. in the moment, I had no clue. And so that's what this Amy Amy Schumer thing really speaks to me when she has kind of that wake-up call of, thinking she's hot shit, then her friends, which we'll get into here in just a second, but when her friends don't want to talk to her, mm-hmm. I lost some friends, I lost some very important relationships, and when college ended, I wasn't hot shit anymore, and it genuinely took me, I mean, it's embarrassing to admit how long it took me to wrap my head around all of that and reconcile it and yeah. get to be a pro- I mean, it seriously took but me- But that's growing up. I mean, that's <sighs> what you do. Yeah, I guess you're right. It just, it felt like- college juniors and seniors tend to be- egomaniacal yeah you know self-centered and i most certainly was i mean i just oh my gosh there were some very important events to other people that i was supposed to go to i remember in college um like art shows or something like this Mm -hmm. and i remember vividly i would blow it off to go to a bar which is Hmm. highly inappropriate and i just it sends chills up my spine so that's why that part yeah. It really kind of spoke to me an awful lot because it just, it felt so absolutely real that when you get yeah. what you want or feel like you have it, something you've been chasing, that you forget who you are for a little bit. Yeah. Like she started ditching her friends and hanging out with the prettier girls from work or the, you know, going to that speakeasy. Mm hmm. Well, and that and that's that, where that line, lead with your hotness, came from. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and they're in. And it is kind of a fine line to walk of, at least for me it was, of having confidence, but not 
not being a dick about it. And yeah. it's, I guess I just didn't know how to do it. And I, hell, I still don't know if I know how to do it. I just try not to fall into the same traps I know I did before on things. So <laughs> uh, let's hope age has made things better. But uh, I just wonder how hot she thinks she is. Oh, she thinks she's Ethan doesn't seem like a huge leading man character for her. Yeah, but that is kind of addressed later when we meet the the model looking guy. Yeah. Like that she is every time she comes in contact with so the the owner of the cosmetics company that she works for, her older brother, younger brother, whatever, is it looks like a model. He's a total like playboy yeah. out, you know, always with Brazilian models, like mm. Leo DiCaprio type guy and every time he shows up around her even though she thinks that she's this gorgeous model she becomes like a, a giggling schoolgirl. so i think they do kind of uh, address that mm-hmm. um grant grant leclaire a little bit but i get what you're saying if she had all this confidence you know you're saying she's would, so high wouldn't she try and shoot the moon a little bit higher yeah but, yeah ethan but, doesn't seem like the guy to go for if she thinks she's like emily radzikowski hot yeah but the movie never posits that she's unhappy with the quality of men that she's getting it's that she's not getting any men you know like maybe she maybe she is not as interested in in looks of other people Mm -hmm. you know as long as she's getting the result of someone wanting to pay attention to her and caring about her and all that right but i get i get what you're saying i i don't know but then again i don't think the movie works as good if you have if you put in um like a james marsden or a traditionally dashing gentleman i agree because he has his own insecurities that he learns a lot from her about letting go of and you know, not worrying so much about them. They go see a movie in the park and she f- knows that he does Zumba. <laughs> that had me in stitches where she, you know, what move are they doing over there? That's the, that's the, star the jumping fit. star, <laughs> the jumping star. They, and they, it's f- not a full jump. They, and they felt like, a, I like that. Star hop. star hop. I'd like to see him in other things. I'm looking at his IMDB and there's mm-hmm. one thing that we may have to absolutely hunt down just based off of title. It is a show that he, it looks like a, a show or a movie. It, it says TV series called Undateable. He plays hmm. a guy named Kevin, and there's a two-part episode titled "The Backstreet Boys Walk Into a Bar." Oh, so we maybe that'd be fun. We may have to hunt that down. Rory Coville is that his name? Scoville. Scoville. Oh, and he had a great line when they were sitting at the park where he says, "You know who you are, and you don't care if the world sees you." Which yeah, I thought was really good. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, the thing we keep coming back to: this movie had a message, and it did a really good yeah, job and delivering it. Stuck it. To it. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't like Shallow How, where they there were a bunch of cheap jokes, and yeah, you know, like Shallow How relied on a lot of fat jokes, while mm-hmm. at the same time, by at the same time preaching like acceptance and right, it, but then it, like fat shamed, which we kind of spoke about. Mm-hmm. This it makes fun but there is a lot of physical comedy still yeah like obviously her falling off the thing at zumba Mm. uh zumba sorry at soul cycle twice well yeah twice and just a lot of her like doing silly things you know and um especially the the scene the bikini scene um we've got the meet cute in the 
laundromat. Laundromat. We've got her wardrobe, which is very different from how Amy Schumer dresses in real life. Mm. And I thought that was interesting. A lot of pastels, a lot of short skirts and prints Mm -hmm. and very kind of cutesy wardrobe, which didn't fit in with the people at at the cosmetics company Mm. very much. But she's always looked good and put together. Um, we got the the sassy side friends. Um, the jobs and the main characters. What does Ethan do? He was a cameraman or something. A cameraman. Yeah, because remember, remember he said as they were walking through Coney Island, he says like, "Oh, it's it's like a real boy. I want to get into." He worked for CNN, oh. and I thought he said he was a cameraman, but he wanted to get into like the. Maybe directing side or something like that, huh, or more on okay. the production side. But he said it's a real boys' club, and she said, you know, and they call you Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get it because of Ethan. He's like, oh, Ethan. wait, that's why. Oh, I that's thought so it, much better. I, I thought it was something a lot worse than that. <laughs> yeah. She ends up getting the job as the receptionist yeah, after making does. the point to say, "I know what you're thinking. This is a step down from IT to reception, but I've always wanted to do it." People act kind of shitty to her in the beginning Mm -hmm. that's she totally didn't see it like that that's the one thing i didn't i guess it was the industry they were more poking fun at than beautiful people but they did kind of make some of the beautiful people in this movie seem very vapid and shallow but But they didn't seem all that beautiful they just seemed high fashion sometimes when you get so high fashion it's not about beauty anymore it's about art and weird it gets yeah strange so either way people are kind of shitty to her but she wins them over with kindness and yeah really crushes as a receptionist mm-hmm. and all that and then avery who's played by michelle williams who she's, owns the company she runs the company her gram started her gram is laura hutton who's mm, a very famous awesome. actress and avery has a very high voice and talks like this and i thought michelle did such a good job with it mm. i just had to talk up here and i can't do anything about it i tried everything and, yeah voice i have lessons. an mba JD from Wharton and I, nobody takes me seriously I've tried everything <laughs> like voice lessons I guess that's, I guess about that's it. it yeah and she's just and through the movie we address she and she's yeah she's supposed to be a just traditional beauty gorgeousness and they mm-hmm. delve into her insecurities like yeah. when her gram yells at her and she just starts grabbing yeah. lunch off and her gram is trying to get her to think about like beauty and functionality because they're making this makeup line for uh, the diffusion line for, for people at Target. So like for a, the average woman. Yeah, because they're a high-end line. Right, they're very high-end and they're trying to get a bigger market, you know. Mm. And, um, and Avery cannot seem to figure it out. And Amy Schumer's character becomes her kind of connection to the real world mm-hmm. and becomes her invaluable source. And then she promotes her to... VP, or VP something of like that. the diffusion line or whatever. Yeah. And she gives some pretty, I thought, pretty straightforward. I'm, I'm sure this is how it goes in some of these boardrooms or whatever, where it's like the, the big thing was, oh, where's the brush? Oh, there's no brush. Well, when you're, someone's going to be pissed off, they put this on in the car. That's what yeah. the person that buys this Have cheaper blush stuff and is there's no do. application brush. Yeah. Then they'll use their finger. Then it'll look mm-hmm. cr- shitty. Then there's your blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Just getting them to see what the average woman would want Mm. and then so after the makeup brush thing she ends up getting in good with avery she kind of moves up the ladder at the company in a way and she gets in good with a lot of friends at work they invite her to speakeasies which is a thing i guess they're hidden in the backs of normal looking chinese restaurants (laughs) i think that would be so cool to go to and i wish 
I'm assuming we don't have them here in Columbus, but I'm also very aware that if we had them, I'm not the person. You wouldn't know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So if you know of a speakeasy in Columbus like that where hit people hang out, I would very much appreciate an invite uh, mail at Mm romcomcom.com. Or if you do go to these speakeasies or got invited in like her, let us know what it's like. I mean, really. Uh, How you got in. Yeah, and how can we get in? (laughs) Through this whole thing, her relationship with (laughs) Ethan, Mm -hmm. his name, Ethan Advances, and she, in going to these speakeasies, acts like hot shit on a date, a triple date. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Grouper. Grouper? Is Grouper real? I don't know, but it's funny. You apparently have to have three friends or three sisters, a group of three, to go on a date with another group of three. So she and her two friends are trying to make a profile picture at the beginning of the movie, and they really haven't gotten any hits on it. They apparently finally do, and this is during Renee's high point of her um, self-confidence, and she meets up with them at their normal kind of grungy bar and acts like a total asshole. (laughs) To three guys off of, with three guys from Grouper. From Grouper, yeah. So there are three guys meeting up with the three girls and they seem really nice and she's like i'll just deflect all the attention to you she's talking to her friend but then she just acts like a total idiot and these guys are actually like talking to them about things they care about like ad brian's characters talking about um knitting (laughs) which of course i loved yeah and the other guy grabs a hold of his like oh my sister's into medieval textiles yeah and that guy also looked like he could be dave chappelle's brother i I know you look a lot like for a second i thought it was going to be a dave chappelle cameo oh that would be amazing and you can tell too that the dynamic between the two groups the three guys are obviously kind of like a little nervous as well Mm -hmm. but it's not and so it actually was kind of meshing well until hurricane until she came in Yeah. yeah And was like, you gotta be crazy. And she goes up toward her shots. And when she turns, she's like, the bartender's looking at me. He's so into me. Yeah. I have been, my aforementioned uh, hot shit phase, I know for a fact that I ended up at uh, probably Flanagan's at UD. And there is, I'm positive, more than once a female bartender that I would turn to my friends and be like, she's into me, man. I know it. (laughs) I mean, just, I cannot describe how much I identify with this character. To drunkenly be like, she's into me, than to be like, I know, he's totally into me. Well, there was also the time that I was at Red Robin dead sober and was positive the waitress was into me and Hmm. left my number. Um, A bold move, she never called. So we had a conversation about belt buckles and, yeah. I wasn't doing it for her. No, and so Grouper, uh, it says was an invite only social club oh. where two sets of three friends would go out so it um, was a thing it says was the oh defunct october 1st 2016 oh man so apparently grouper is no longer no a longer thing. there but that's oh. would you do that when you were dating does that no. sound like a thing <sighs> i i think it would be interesting because i do i always had a couple friends who are really good in social settings. I mean, I guess it would give you a, a three times the chance. Yeah, but where you would get into the, the real trouble. And I think it would take away the awkwardness. Because you know yeah. you'd auto- automatically have three people, two other mm-hmm. people you knew. That's true. And it was all, the best way I can... It's definitely a safety in numbers thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
I just think in college and after college, how I had a, and even high, yeah, high school, same thing. I had like two friends, Jared and Mike, mm-hmm. that we would always bum around in groups and always kind of ended up with three girls and us three. Hmm. But I don't know that I do this random thing because, and here, here's the trouble. Okay. You put three, we've talked about something like this in the past before. What if two are interested in the same one yeah that's the confusing thing and then it gets awkward because then one could feel left out it just Mm -hmm. feels like a recipe for feelings being hurt polyamorous mess (laughs) exactly (laughs) uh so then once she leaves the but she leaves the bar her friends make it clear like you need to go Uh, you have to stop bijou bijou phillips busy is it busy or bijou it's busy phillips then why do do people call her bijou no they're two different actresses oh they are yes so there is a bijou phillips yeah and a busy film. They're two very different actresses. Okay. Yeah. And I finally figured out where I know <laughs> Busy Phillips from is Cougar Town. Yeah. Oh, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't recognize yeah. her. She looks different in this with the brown hair. Well, with brown hair, yeah. So, yeah. So after that grouper date, she goes on a private plane with Avery to, I think it's Detroit, to the cosmetics conference where they're gonna like unveil their whole diffusion line well i thought that that was a meeting with the target people i thought oh is that right yeah 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 because the the unveil is the ending oh that's right yeah meeting with target i I don't remember where it is so she gets on it uh, kansas city baston boston i'm almost sure (laughs) i have no idea i wonder if they got a wild burger when they were there (laughs) that's that's my boston um so so they I think I have a pretty good Boston accent. <laughs> Would you? I have, I have family from Connecticut area, oh. so that's why it's so good. My accent, Boston. It's nowhere near there. Yeah, <laughs> she ends up on the private plane though, and right. and then Avery's brother sneaks on mm-hmm. after she's already got her eye mask on. Who Avery is asleep, and her brother yeah. comes on. And yeah. I guess it doesn't explain their relationship very well, but it seems like they don't have the greatest, you yeah. know, she and her brother, Avery and her brother. He seems kind of like an asshole to her. Yeah, and he's all, he's like impressed that she hired someone like yeah. Renee. And I guess Renee's just funny self-confidence manages to also, like, charm him. Yeah. Because he comes into her hotel room to order food. And he said, my sister blocked all charges from my room. So I have to order it from your room. And then they have this weird exchange where he's like hitting on her. But I kept trying to figure out like, is he, is he using her? Oh yeah. There's no, there's no genuine interest. No, no. I think he like her at all. Oh no. I took it as like, I took it as like a con. He's intrigued, but it's a conquest. Yeah. I mean, cause it was pretty wham bam. Thank you, man. There was a 35 minute, they had one other conversation we know of Mm -hmm. one dinner with other people around and then that plane ride in the hotel pretty much yeah i mean maybe there were some other behind the scenes things but every conversation that we saw them have was so top level um and she was so schoolgirl smitten i i yeah. took him to be kind of like a like a predator honestly kind of yeah. that's how i took it yeah so he like comes and sits on her bed and then which is a creep kind of a creepy move i felt i just felt slimy like look at the size of this bedroom come sit down here like no i'm good man yeah and then um she they almost kiss and then her phone rings and it's ethan and she's like oh what am i doing she freaks out and goes into the bathroom which is 
all somehow made of glass. And yeah. Oh, she had a she, whole thing about uh, diarrhea, and that's oh, why she's I, like, "I have to go. I have diarrhea. It's happening." I don't want and you to hear the wet uh, diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so she closes the door and turns and on the hot shower. Turns on the shower, presumably guess, to hide the diarrhea yeah. that isn't happening. And then looks at herself in the mirror and is like, "Who am I? Who am I?" Because she's having this crisis of character, and then falls again, slips on the shower, and hits her head. And wakes up in the steaming shower. Again, another very dangerous situation where she's just left on her own. Oh, yeah. Passed out. And then she wakes in up. In a wet bathroom. Then she wakes up and goes downstairs. <laughs> and she's got blood all over her face. Like dry blood cake down. And, her, yeah. and like she's wearing like sweatpants and a baseball tee. And she runs down to the lobby but she has a really nice handbag so it's clear that she's like not okay no again a massive head trauma has been <laughs> and runs into mason he's like whoa what are you doing and she's like i gotta talk to Avery." Blah, blah, blah. and she's so <laughs> out of it that it's like this woman is not okay and again someone Ma needs <laughs> she needs medical well, and attention. mason worked with her presumably for a while he knows what she acts like and he's he seems like a good like friend yeah. you think he would stand up and just be like i will talk to avery you have to get to, to a hospital. hospital you have a contusion on your head yeah. that is streaming down, down to your, your neck. face and instead he lets her just go, she just leaves go. yeah she apparently she leaves all of her luggage because, as well because, because she, she had seen herself gets. she had seen herself in the mirror and thought the charm she wouldn't fit well she thought yeah clothes. she thought the charm was off yeah entirely and freaked out and was like give this to avery i'm leaving yeah. And you said left. Yeah, she looks she looks in the mirror and it's supposed to be kind of a sad scene. You know, we're watching this in the theater. She's looking in the mirror, she's like, It's all gone. I'm I'm back to normal, it's all gone. And and you know, you're supposed to feel for it, but I could not yeah. stop laughing. Oh, I think because she's like this hot mess in a public place, like <laughs> freaking out. Was this the point in the movie that someone in the theater audibly gasped? There, no, there was a point where someone in the back was. row just went like, oh, but it was a part that was not shocking. I can't. OK, maybe I guess it wasn't this part. But. No, not this part. I know what you're talking about, but this part was just me giggling while everyone else was in uncomfortable silence. And I was like, get it together. So she goes back. She doesn't give Avery a heads up. Avery leaves her a bunch of messages. She's at home. <laughs> Her Ethan calls her, tries doing a video phone because she hides from him because she broke do that her back. regularly as <laughs> normal don't. phone call. Have you ever, instead of just calling Brian, been like, when I'm we were gonna first FaceTime? dating, very oh, okay. first I, dating, and I guess that makes. And he lived in Columbus, and I lived in in Dayton. But Ethan presumably is just down the street, and they've been dating for. I mean, I get why yeah. it progresses the story, but right. I just don't know. If, I wonder if the teens do that. Maybe, maybe. The, maybe the teens do it. She hides from him. Yeah, from her broken back. And, yeah. And this he's is... He's like, I'll come take care of you. And she's like, no, they're spraying for ants. And he's like, then you really shouldn't be there. And she's like, no. I want to protect the ants <laughs> I have I to like. save the ants I like. And this is the part where the next probably five minutes of the movie is just... She has a concussion or something. Yeah. Someone in her life should be should right. take her somewhere. After she takes a flight by herself in those clothes with... Uh, I, apparently still with blood on her head home then she goes home 
and sleeps, which you're not supposed to do, then has a very strange conversation with Ethan and then gets, gets really drunk. <laughs> In public, too. Walking through the grocery store with Wandering a 40. around yelling at gay men. And like <laughs> Not yelling at gay men for being gay, to be no. clear. She yelled at them because... She, she thought the one guy was straight and was like... Hitting on a girl near her. Yeah. And then his boyfriend comes up and, and she she's like, celebrates whoopsie. them. <laughs> I mean, it, this was a funny scene. She plays drunk really yeah, well, she too. Does. She ends up then at her friend's apartment. And, and they have the grouper guys over. Which, if you're those guys... But only two of them. The redheaded guy didn't make uh, it. Oh, was there only... Okay, I thought there yeah. was a third... Okay, okay. I didn't see the redheaded guy in there. He must have gotten axed. Because that was going to be my question. If you're an, uh, if you're now start three on three and you go three two... I know. You know, that's a tough conversation to have between friends. Mm-hmm. It, unless one is very not interested, but... Uh, again, back to grouper. It just seems like like friendships will be destroyed because wires will cross. There's oh, no yeah. way it's a straight. I know, too complicated. I'm I'm glad it's not. I'm glad I never done did it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You so, done did it. Done did it. So her friends basically say like, "You are shitty. Get out of here." She's hammered. Yeah, but the other thing is, yes, she's shitty, and she needs a coming to Jesus moment, which mm. they provide her, which is another trope, like mm. the the sassy friend giving you um, you know the advice, advice. You need to hear. yeah the the speech mm-hmm. but she's drunk <laughs> she's out just like public in talks with an open container mm-hmm. and they're like bye like yeah you can't <laughs> they, they should have been like i'll call you an uber or i'll make sure you get somewhere you know as friends obviously they're pissed at her but you yeah. would think you would want to make sure that she got safely somewhere wanted to cry for help again let's go back to my like i said college hot shit phase post that life completely fell apart and i did go through a very big like falling apart phase Mm -hmm. where i'm positive several of my friends i had no business they had no they should have dumped me in two seconds i was a mess and what Mm. but they stood by me and i am positive i can think of two or three very very straightforward occasions where i was i was drunk i was a mess that i had just probably made a mad recently and they did take care of me yeah instead these ones are like hit the bricks kid we'll talk yeah, to you later out. that's i mean i yeah. i see one side of it but it's also bothersome as i in, know you know love because it establishes that they're not just friends but they've been friends for a while right and very tight-knit yeah so, so at that point is this then ethan and her set up a dinner finally is that what she next? goes Back to Soul Cycle. No. Yeah, she goes back, back to, to Soul Cycle. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And runs into Emily Emily Rajakowski, who is crying in the bathroom because she just got broken up with. And, this and is she's she like, funny How did did someone say, like, I don't want to see you anymore? Like, how is that possible? Like, <laughs> I don't want to sleep with you anymore. I don't want to have anymore. sex with you anymore. Yeah, that's crazy. And. And Emily Rajkowski's like, you're not making me feel any better. It's like, well, you getting dumped it makes me feel better. I know. And she's like, that actually makes me feel better. But I think this, I think that part I really did like because we forget sometimes that everybody's a person. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it's really easy to kind of everybody kinda... has personality differences and flaws and and, a, and leads things. a life that's not all roses and you don't always see what other people go through but it's so freaking easy to forget that yeah i mean i find myself two or three times a day having to say justin calm down this is a person like you right 
So either way, she this was the reason she went back to Soul Cycle was to try to recreate the injury. So she was hoping for another concussion. Yeah. On top of concussion. So at this point, we <laughs> how about a third? Yeah, we can confirm at least two <laughs> yeah. concussions within a pretty short period and a, of time. And a pubic concussion. And a pubic concussion. <laughs> yes, her, her pubes were concussed. It, pubic bone. <laughs> pu- her pubic bones were bones. Only bone. one. <laughs> yeah. The pubis. Yeah. <laughs> Her pubis Pubulonimbus. was concussed. <laughs> nimbus. And, and she leaves there. Oh, because Emily Rajabomowski, Gabrowski, Kelly Rajakowski, which I may not be saying right either. Oh, I'm. I'm. I have. She it, I'm allowed to say it because I have a ski super, at the end of my last name. I'm allowed yeah, to pronounce there you those go. wrong if I want. She. Um. I think the first thing I ever saw her in was the Blurred Lines video, mm-hmm. where they're like walking around naked. Hmm. You know, the Robin Thicke. Yeah, yeah. I just, I guess I didn't know who she was. To be she was honest. one of the people. It's just insane that she has boobs as big as she does <laughs> for being as tiny of a person as she is. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And she had a really interesting article in Lenny Letter, which is that um, feminist magazine. Uh, Lena Dunham and Jenny Connor mm. created it. Um, she has one about, like, you know, basically like having gigantic boobs when she was really young and her dad called her like lady girl or something because she's like didn't know who she was exactly like yeah like she was still a girl but had this woman's body and like wow trying to figure her life out and yeah, navigating really that is something that as a guy, I don't think I will ever be able to really wrap my head around. No, like, I know. You guys get thrown in the deep end kind of early. <clears throat> well, depends. Well, no, I just mean in general. If it's like, too early, you get a lot of attention. And if it's too late, you get a lot of attention. Yeah, but I'm just saying, even when it happens, guys' hormones go through the freaking roof and we act like morons. Yeah. And I, ugh, I... Puberty Amazing is that terrible. the human race still exists. Yeah, because puberty is <laughs> terrible on both ends. Like guys are yeah. a hormonal mess, and girls, it just sounds like you feel like mm-hmm. it seems like you feel bad a lot about stuff. Jeez, mm-hmm. oh, um, that's interesting about her actually <laughs> writing that article. I'd be curious to kind of mm-hmm. read that and get get some insight from it. That's good. But she says to Amy Schumer, "Oh, I'm going to be the face of this new line." I'm. I'm trying out. I'm auditioning. So to Amy be the Schumer face. dresses as a DHL so, yeah, delivery then it person goes off to the do rails nothing? And she's like, I got to get in there and dresses up like a DHL delivery woman. Delivery woman gets into the front office, which is like, why don't you just walk in there? Exactly. And garners very little information, period, other than she is, in fact, there auditioning for yeah. the role. And it's all wrong. And she's like, I have to stop them yeah like this is wrong it's like why don't you just call avery back (laughs) yeah and this whole time she never calls avery back at all i guess she assumes that she looks different and avery wouldn't recognize her maybe oh because on her head she in her head she probably partially got the job because all of a sudden she looked with quote marks um, Mm -hmm. instead of just her abilities right and then she this is where she goes to dinner he texts her and says dinner at like 10 at a place and she shows mm-hmm. up and is avoiding him but makes like clear eye contact at the bar mm-hmm. but she wa- thinks that he doesn't recognize her yeah and even it, though he clearly does and he plays along thinking they're playing some weird game she starts doing a russian accent or something like, out of nowhere or... oh i'm waiting for my boyfriend <laughs> and he's like oh i'm waiting for my girlfriend and 
and it just gets weird. Yeah, it gets really weird. But he's being sweet the whole time. Then yeah. she leaves, calls him from outside, says, "I can't make I can't it because of work." <laughs> and again, it comes back to this guy. Really, I can't imagine if someone called me with that series of <laughs> like the last being week like, he's had what with her. The hell is going on? I I would cut him off and go like, obviously, like you're not thinking straight. We need to go to a hospital above all else right now. <laughs> and he doesn't say that, but she breaks up with him. He, you know, obviously gets kind of mad and mm-hmm. as anyone would be. And then she, <clears throat> she decides she has a plan. So she mm. and Mason, God, I love Mason. Get this IT equipment and break into the loading docks of the announcement venue, the or whatever place, the, hell you call the conference it. place where they're having their big uh, reveal. Uh, yeah, and then Avery comes out to start addressing the crowd, and it's clear that she just cannot be what she's trying to be, which is like an average girl Mm. who makes jokes, and her jokes keep bombing. And then all the lights (laughs) cut off, and Amy Schumer tries to jump through... That was pretty... That was was funny. Jump, like, through the... What is it called? A screen of some type. As if she's, like, a football player jumping through Mm. the banner and just smacks herself, like, three times. And then as she's talking about the line, she looks at herself and realizes that she is the same person Mm -hmm. in both pictures. She's like, this picture of me and this picture of me. And then she looks and realizes that she didn't change at all. That it was her the whole time. And that like she has an epiphany on stage that like she she did everything that she did while looking like the exact same person. Yeah. And then she brings home the speech and everyone cheers and she invited her friends. Well, but, and the, it was but great. The, the thing of the speech that she went with was that for the marketing campaign, instead of using Emily, uh, Mike, Rajakowski. Emily Grabowski, instead of using <laughs> her for the campaign or just a single person as a model, that it was like every woman type of thing. So they show you know, snapshots of her friends starting off and she's going, oh, we're beautiful and this and that. And, it, and it's all about just, you know, you are who you are. Just be proud of it. Um, instead of like one model and a thing ideal to go up to, it's like, no, like you are who you are. Like be proud of it. And I thought that was cool. And, and then Mason's in the back. He's going, you go girl. <laughs> I want a rom-com like short or I would watch a full of Mason doing online dating. Mm. Or or Mason's roommate. I just want more Mason. <laughs> I thought that character was so funny. And it may have just been that they gave me the right amount. But that it guy that guy had good delivery and good timing. Well, Emily, okay, maybe it's Radaj, Radajkowski. R-A-T-A-J. Radajkowski. But maybe the J is silent, so it's Radajkowski? I don't know. As a, as a uh, Polish, I should probably should know how know to pronounce things. that. But I think they all sound... You know what? Super she's cool great. with it because I'm going to take a wild guess. Much unlike myself, she's had her last name pronounced very wrong for her whole life, and it's probably water off a duck's back at this point. That's true. So at this point, Amy Schumer goes to Ethan's house. She buzzes him. She kind of gives him a rundown of what's been going on, which still, if I were him, more questions are being raised as to her genuine health, not just mental health, hmm. but genuine health, like... We need to get you to a doctor and a CAT What's scan first. Like I'm, you. yeah. And she's picking her nose the whole time on camera. She doesn't she realize that camera. there's a camera. <laughs> yeah. He comes down. They reunite. Reunite, and that's pretty much the movie. Yeah. Right. 
the she doesn't believe that she's beautiful you know the the trigger for her was that he, when they were role playing before he had said like yeah my girlfriend's the most beautiful woman in the world and then she like runs out the door mm. and <clears throat> when they get back together on his stoop he's like i do think you're the most beautiful woman in the world mm. because you are you you know it's like i love you for who you are and um yeah I, and then the movie ends and I was thinking, you know, when was she most truly herself? You mm. know, was she most truly herself when she thought she was beautiful? Or was that also a hmm. kind of a false... Like a caricature of what she would be as herself? Well, or? because she thought she was someone other than what she actually was. Mm -hmm. But I guess if you think you're beautiful or if you you know, have all the self-confidence in the world, then you are just yourself. I'd say it was probably before her confidence shooting the moon and she got kind of shitty because yeah. she was still being really kind to people, probably right yeah. around when she got the reception job where yeah. she had boatloads of confidence, was still kind of exploring mm. that new confidence, but still had a, a kindness and a vulnerability. Yeah, I can see that. Because they do show her in a, a montage of her helping people at the reception desk, being very dismissive to a normal girl that come lady that comes yeah. up asking stuff and that. So I think prior mm -hmm. to that. Making her own judgments. Yeah. I like to think the last time she was on SNL, she did a skit where it was a Mother's Day thing. And mm -hmm. the kid comes up and she's in bed and all that. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. I like to think that that is her and Ethan got married. And that's, oh. that's I like to put that in the canon of, of I feel fun. pretty. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was, I really enjoyed this movie quite a bit. I, did I would I would really suggest anybody that likes romantic comedies. It was really fun. Yeah, it was. And it was, it was lighthearted. It had a good, it had a really great message to it. Yeah, that uh, they really stuck to. Yeah. And unlike Shallow How, they didn't. Uh, undermine it at any point and it didn't get bogged down in a bunch of explanation which i get annoyed with too mm -hmm. it just kept on moving and they didn't have to explain yeah and and looking back when i was trying to figure out before i saw this people i thought could do this instead of her you know there were a lot coming to mind you know like mindy kaling pro i had mindy kaling mm. down at one point i wondered if like lena dunham or someone could do that but i don't think it's in there their, her wheelhouse that Kristen Shaw was really the one that I was curious about. Oh. I thought she could kind of do it. You know, someone's like an, un, like a more untraditional beauty. Mm -hmm. like, I was kind of thinking it. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore could probably pull it off. But again, <laughs> once I saw it, mm -hmm. there's no one else. I, I know it's perfect. Like a, a young Amy Poehler could have probably been good in it, but I don't, I really mm -hmm. don't think any of those people would have been better than Amy Schumer. No, she, was, she was perfect. Yeah. I really think this is a great, great role for her. And despite what Google and every oh. other rating site says. It was fun. I mean, it was, it was fun. It was innocent. It had some, I mean, there were some real good belly laughs yeah, in here. That, that thing with funny. the baguette <laughs> just had me in stitches, <laughs> absolute stitches. <laughs> As we're finishing this up, we like to try and assign some sort of how much of a romantic comedy is this? We mm -hmm. talked about some of the tropes that were present. It really ticked off an awful lot of boxes. What would you, again, if you had to give a one to 10, 10 being quintessential, hit every checkbox mm -hmm. with a Mark rom-com, one being it isn't at all, where would you place this movie? If not how much you liked it. place it pretty far up. I'd probably place it 
close to a nine. That I was going to say a nine. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say a nine that I really, didn't feel. It had a really good mix of ROM and COM. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't as much. I mean, it was a Bildungsroman in that she did grow and oh, very much change. Yeah. But it was still within the scope of the relationship, mm. you know, and like it ended with them rather yeah. than with her. Does that make sense? No, I get what you're saying. Is that yeah. it? It very easily could have just been her and mm-hmm. her story, but yeah, them. The reason I I might even give it an eight five. I'll say nine, but I might have given it an eight five. I didn't love the montage, and I these I like yeah. a, I, a good rom com really montage. needs a great montage. <laughs> it had an okay one, but but it did have a reference to Big, the Tom yeah, Hanks film, which was, was super awesome. The soundtrack, there's nothing really memorable for me. Yeah, on it, though. that's true. Soundtracks are big. On I might rom-coms. I might knock it. Now nah, I'm going eight. I'm going to go eight five. Eight point five. Yeah, I'm going to go okay. eight five now because I, of I support you. Yeah. Okay, so checking the mailbag real quick, I I did have to chuckle, Sarah. I don't know if you saw this, but someone sent an article to us Hmm. about... Did you see this article in the the email or not? I saw it, but I didn't read it. The article is titled, 25-year-old man arrested after posing as 17 to play high school basketball. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. when we dove into Never Been Kissed and you were saying how easy it is to actually register at a school... This story popped up and someone sent it to us. I had <laughs> never been kissed. I yeah, I had no clue this could even. Oh yeah, people have done it. It's and it here's the disturbing part. It says he dated a 14-year-old while yeah. he was there. That's That's not right. I mean, it pretty much is the plot of never been kissed in mm-hmm. a way though. So, Taryn had a really good point that episode of as adults the plot of this movie is entirely inappropriate. Yeah, it's really... Ugh. Yeah, so thanks for bringing that to our attention. <laughs> if you would like to send us any similar emails or stories, um, either uh, on the news or your were own... Were you struck by lightning? Were you struck... <laughs> <laughs> or were you, did, you, uh, did you hit your head three or four times and have no yes. one help you when you were thinking Was your you... nickname Wheat Thin? And you don't know why. Uh, <laughs> if any of these things, or you just even want to drop us a line and say, hey, or give us some comments on the episode, we can be reached at, uh, Sarah, what's that email address? Mail, M-A-I-L, at romcomcom.com. Yeah. And the other Gmail address we've given in other episodes, that still works too, but this one's a lot easier to get us at. So please send us some stuff. We'd well, love to interact. not easier to get us at, just easier to remember. Yeah. Well, okay. Easier to get. <laughs> Either way, use whatever email you want, but I like the one that's actually at our website. Yeah, it's um, nice. We're going to have a website up by the time this episode airs. It'll definitely be up. So check that out. We'll have an Instagram going by now as well. Check that out. At the end of every episode, we try to establish what, what movie they were going to do next. Uh, Sarah, what, what are you kind of thinking for the next next episode? Well, I was thinking wedding because it's June, but because these are all... <laughs> <laughs> Set back pretty far. <laughs> back anyway, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, so I guess it'll depend on our guest. Yeah, I think we're, we're talking about having a guest next episode. So everybody, I think it'll just probably be a little bit of a surprise which one we pick. We yeah. want to make sure that... Uh, 
we have a hopefully a good guest lined up for right. the next one, and and That's we'll see true. what he wants to watch because he he touts himself as being quite into rom coms. Yeah, and I don't want to ruin it for everybody and mm-hmm. by saying his name since no one will know who he That's is. That's right. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> as always, I want to ch- thank this is my suitcase for our intro and outro music. You can find them online wherever you find music, as well as all their fantastic side projects. I got to tell you, one of the guys in that band. Uh, Joe actually just played this past weekend at the Nelsonville uh, 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 thing out at Nelsonville with one of his, I think it, I forget which one it was of his, might've been classical baby or brat curse, or he's, he's got so many good projects going in Columbus, but actually got to play there and said he had a blast. So Mm, as always, thank you to them for everything. Like we said, next episode will just be a surprise to everybody. It's whatever our guest special guest, special guest episode. (laughs) And I guess that being that and everything being everything uh, that, that's that's I feel pretty so yes. thanks for listening bye One second. Emma, you have to stop making noise, honey.